Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to another special interview episode of It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and I'm very excited to bring you two more interviews from the fantastic cast of the MGM Plus original show, From. This time, I sat down with the fantastic Ricky He, who plays Kenny, and Avery Conrad, who plays Sarah. Spoiler alert, once again, if you have not watched season one of From, And if you are not caught up on season two of From, I do suggest going back and watching those on MGM Plus and then listening to the interview so you aren't spoiled for anything. But it's a fantastic show and I really, really recommend you check it out. And I hope you enjoy these interviews. Hi, Ricky. It's so nice to virtually meet you. Yeah, likewise. And I'm really excited to talk to you about Kenny in season two, season two so far from because uh, it seems like Kenny is going through a lot of emotional turmoil, which I'm sure you agree. Like yeah. losing, yeah, just just a tiny bit. Yeah. And I wanted to first start with Christy, who mm. Kenny has had feelings for. They even talked about in season one, possibly like going on these vacations and trips around the world and stuff. And now her fiance has shown up. Mm. So do you think now Kenny has completely lost all hope in having any kind of relationship with Christy or? That's such a good question. Um, yeah. In preparing, in, in, in preparation, there was a little bit of like a holy crap moment when I, you know, when Kenny realizes that, oh yeah, that's her fiance. To the degree that, like, you know, I think there's a little bit of justification emotionally for the two characters, Christy and Kenny, to be like, oh, maybe we're placed here for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we're, maybe this horrible thing is happening, but at the same time, we were placed here to meet each other. Maybe we're each other's person. And so I think there was always a, a little bit of that hope. And I think the moment that Marielle steps off that bus and they see each other and they run and embrace, um, which is a beautiful scene. Yeah. There's that realization that like, oh no. Okay, what are the odds that both of them are here? They're each other's person. That's it. Like they they are both stuck here. What are the odds? So I think all that um that idea that that Kenny was placed there for a reason, maybe the reason was to meet Christy, dissipates and he's like, oh, I'm and then he just has to protect his heart because that's uh 
yeah, there's not there's not much left to do there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the heartbreak on yeah. on your face during that scene is just yeah, it's really it's really sad. So. Hashtag sad Kenny apparently. <laughs> And the other thing uh, that that happens, like in in episode three, what I found so interesting is um, because you find that woman Kelly who has that rod in her head and all that horrible stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's a line that Ella says to you about how it's not your, you know, it's not your fault that this happened because you were right. left in charge. Because Boyd left, you're left in charge as the deputy. Right. Do you think then that Kenny did have some guilt over what happened to the people on the bus? It's a very sweet moment. Like I think um, in one of the earlier drafts, you know, you'll see, you'd see the three of us, me, Chrissy uh, and Ellis walking out of the forest. And it's almost like I'm watching Chrissy who's devastated by this moment and then have the realization that like, I couldn't do anything to help anybody. But now, you know, obviously it's me and Ellis walking out of the forest. And I think that 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 beat still plays in a similar way where he does carry this massive responsibility on his shoulders where it's like, you know, yeah, I couldn't do anything to make the situation better. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm acting sheriff and I'm supposed to be this deputy. But I, I, I think in that moment, Kenny feels like I bring absolutely nothing to the table. And I think it's a very sweet moment for Ellis to, to, to kind of like put his hand on his shoulders and be like, hey, it's not your fault. Cognizant of the fact that he just we all just witnessed this poor girl lose her life before our eyes. And like, you know, not not more than two weeks ago, Kenny had to do, you know, watch and carry his father's body, you know, and embrace him fully lifeless. And I, so I think, I think that, um, I think it's all those things. I think it's the, I think it's the trauma. I think it's the loss, it's the grief and it's the, and it's the shame of, of not being able to do more. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then on top of that all, then once Boyd comes back and then, and not to spoil a lot of what happens around Sarah, but once yeah. you find Sarah down there and you don't know yet what Sarah has done, of course, uh, with uh, involving your father, Boyd right. seems to me like a surrogate father for Kenny. And so it's almost like your f- surrogate father has betrayed you. <laughs> Did you feel yes. that way too? Yeah. I mean, it's, it truly, when I first read it, yeah, I was like bawling my eyes out because it it is truly the ultimate betrayal, right? I mean, it's not only are you uh, a leader and a role model. Yeah. Like you said, he's a surrogate father and someone that I had put the trust of not only my life, the life of my mother my family it's all in your hands and i would and i and i stuck up for him right like the whole the whole situation with sarah it was i'm like i'm like you know you have to help me because i need to help you because if anyone finds out where you are boyd's life and his re- reputation is at stake so we we have to collaborate to make sure we can protect boyd only to find out that he never uh at least in kenny's eyes did the same for him and i think yeah it's the ultimate betrayal yeah, yeah, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking. But yeah. you do such an amazing job. So I just want to thank you so much for speaking with me. And you are fantastic in the show. So I can't thank wait. Thank you so to much. See- You're welcome. I can't wait to see what happens to Kenny. So thank you. If me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much, Erin. Hi, I'm very honored to speak with you today. I wanted to just first start out with Sarah 
ended season one and the beginning of season two with Boyd seeming to have faith in her, like wanting to learn from her, wanting to follow her. Do you think that Sarah has any faith in herself? Definitely. Um, I think you see that waiver, but I don't think that she would still be around or (laughs) alive at this point if she didn't believe in herself. I think with all of the terrible things that she's done and that have happened, I think that at her core, she knows that she has something to offer to people. Do you think there's a part of her, though, that um, feels like this tremendous guilt that she's dealing with, especially over accidentally killing, (laughs) killing her brother? (laughs) Definitely. There's not a day or a moment that goes by that she's not thinking about all of these things that she's done in people's lives that she's ruined. And I she would give anything back to have nathan there with her um and because of that i think the need and the need to show people that she has something to offer is even stronger Mm -hmm. and do you think if she's not able to do that and if she starts like hearing you know like the voice is telling her she needs to kill another person um in the town how do you think she's going to react to that? What? How do you think Sarah will react to that? I think it would. I think every time something happens is harder, and you know, I think there is definite weakness in these things that happen. Kind of get her a little bit every time, but also you see in season one when, you know, she has like the seizure or she gets a vision or like she hears something, it is a clue. So as much as it's a bad, it like bad things have happened, good things have as well. So I think, I think it's like, she'd be very torn. Yeah. Yeah. And with the whole town pretty much against you, except you know, you've got these newcomers coming in and everything. Do you think Sarah's ever able to find like a moment of peace or a moment of hope in a way that she might be able to connect with people again? Yeah, I ultimately that's who she is and who she wants to be and who part of who she was. And I think that's always what she's searching for a little bit and why she's so eager to help all the time is because she wants that connection and she wants to be useful and uh, to be seen as who, who she really is. Um, And I think that that's what she's constantly searching for all the time. So you'll see bits and pieces of that throughout season two. And I'm wondering, with playing such a complex character who has so many different layers and has to go to so many kind of dark places, I'm wondering, um, as an actress, what you've learned about yourself as an artist through playing Sarah? It's a really good question. I think as an artist and as myself, I've learned to trust myself more. I think 
we can be really hard on her. Well, I can be really hard on myself as a, as an actor and, and to be given such amazing plot points and storylines. And I think she's very, very intricate. Um, and I get nervous about those things getting lost and to have it be well received is really rewarding. Um, and reassuring because you know it's always a roller coaster ride but i think yeah just to learning to trust myself more is something that i i've taken away yeah that that trusting yourself thing yeah because it is such a dark there's so many dark moments that you definitely have to play so yeah but but you do an outstanding outstanding job so really really just outstanding you can feel for the character and see the character so so congratulations thank well, you so much you're welcome. Well, thank you so much, Avery, for taking the time to speak with me. It was a pleasure talking with you and good luck with everything and congratulations on a season two. So thank you so much. It was nice talking to you. Thank you again to Ricky He and Avery Conrad for speaking with me about the fantastic show from on MGM Plus. Once again, please go check that show out. I think you will really, really love it. It's so fantastic. Season two is wonderful. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. Go follow us on YouTube as well, where you can watch these interviews. And that is youtube.com at it's a fandom thing pod. If you would like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us. Via our website, it's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there and that'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.